Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here, and you're listening to episode 86 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business partnership, and anyone who's looking for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So welcome to episode 86, entitled Making Progress in Life. Um, I think this is a a very strong theme for people. There's a lot of layers to this, um, but I thought that I would offer today something that I think is a very helpful starting tool, and I'm going to borrow off a mixed set of ideas, but I certainly want to attribute some of the categorization that I'm going to use to uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. I like some of his uh, categories of measurement in life, you know, because I think that in order to progress in life, in order to get more freedom in life, we uh, paradoxically need a bit of structure and method of measurement Um, because otherwise we can meander around aimlessly, we can have a a kind of a generalized sense of, you know, uh, success or or worse, failure, um, that can morph itself into I'm a failure or my life is a failure when in actuality, maybe only one or two areas of life aren't quite working as well as you want because it's probably very rare um, that all aspects of life aren't working at the same time. Uh, that's probably tantamount to uh, death, really. So, um, you know, when we when we can look, you know, we, when we can specify, measure and structure what is or isn't working, um, this allows us to orchestrate an effective plan so that we can move forward um, in incremental steps, you know, how, how specifically am I going to know I'm improving? Well, you won't know that until you've got some um, measurement points. Um, so that what I'm going to propose in this particular episode, that in order to kind of make progress, um, that, as I say, what may be a useful model to um, adopt is an idea of setting up some general life categories. Um, so let's take, for example, the idea of life. Um, and as I was kind of in my, when I was learning, going through my journey as an NLP you know, trainer and, and consultant, and uh, my, my, my mentor, a gentleman by the name of uh, Roger Dina, uh, my primary mentor in the era of NLP, um, he would talk about um, three general categories sometimes when looking at a person's life. You know, um, how were their relationships? How were their business and, and career um, aspects? And then how were, you know, how was their, um, their health? So those were the three broad areas uh, to look at, you know, relationships, uh, work and business, career, so to speak, and health. Um, And if a person was presenting with symptoms um, or results in a certain one of those three areas that was unsatisfactory to them, then okay, what skills do we need to, you know, how specifically um, can this person correct in that area so that um, 
you know, there's a perception that their life is more successful. However, if there was issues in relationship, there was issues in their career, and there was issues in health, then that talked more to probably a more overarching style of intervention. Is there some, you know, kind of um, pattern that's playing out across all of those areas? So what we call a kind of a, a, a meta um, a, a meta or overseeing adjustment is something that would be needed in that particular area because it, it was playing out in three different contexts, which meant that, um, you know, you had to look a bit deeper than just the symptoms that were presented. Um, so that that would constitute, you know, do we make a local adjustment or a general adjustment in, in the context of this person's life? Um, Jordan Peterson's kind of categorization um, drops drops down a bit deeper from that. So if we take, you know, let's say, for example, we, we look at the idea of kind of um, uh, the idea of relationships, for example, and we get a bit more specific so that one of the our categories of relationships that we're looking at is what's the quality, you know, how do I feel about my friendships in general in my life? Um, and then the other one, of course, is my intimate relationship. How do I feel that that's going? Um, and then the other one might be, um, family in general. And I might even have another category that, you know, where within family, I've also got my relationship with my kids. If, if you've got kids, you know, so again, the idea is not so much, you know, accuracy of categories because everyone will have a different set depending on their life. But the very fact that, that, you know, categorization allows us more opportunity to look at where we can get more effective. Um, and then if we drop down in terms of the idea of, of our career or business, so to speak, well, if you've got a business, then, you know, um, that's going to be an area. Maybe you've got a, a job. How's that going? Uh, and maybe you've got career um, aspirations. Um, and and then coupled with that, um, you know, is is kind of lifestyle. Do you do, you do something outside of, of work that is meaningful and fulfilling to you, um, you know, can be another category. So we can have our professional life and then we can have our, our lifestyle that we're looking at and seeing how healthy that is. And then if we're looking at kind of the category of health, then we can divide that a bit more deeply into physical health and mental health. Um, so that once we've got these kinds of uh, categories um, or, uh, or versions of, then we can look more deeply into each of these categories and say, for example, if we take the idea of um, the, the first, first um, uh, you know, subcategory that we nominated was friends. Um, if, I'm, if I'm assessing where I'm at with my friendships, um, what, what's the quality of relationships I generally kind of have, you know, you know, and what's my, you know, do I have a degree of honesty and openness and safety within my friendships that is, um, that is satisfactory. And when I mean safety, that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't have friends who don't call me on stuff and challenge me on stuff. I think the least safe style of friendships that we can have are the people who, who don't, challenge us in any way, shape or form, or just let us rampantly get away with everything. That's probably not healthy friendship. But if I, you know, but I've got friends who, um, you know, they, they can be, um, supportive when I'm, I'm feel that I'm failing, but they're also really delighted about my successes. They don't try to chip away at those things. Um, there's an equal sense of contribution in that area where, you know, I don't always take the talker role 
in my friendships, um, but I don't always just take the listener role either. There's there's kind of a degree of effective change. Um, we've got activities that we engage in, and and generally I feel better as a result of being around my friends because you know if if the general consensus after hanging around with the people you've selected as your friends as you you end up feeling worse about yourself then that might be something to look at um so you know based off what i'm looking at there okay what specific you know tips for enhancement might might i um might i employ that's going to uh, enhance that even further um you know so that if i was looking at this from the perspective of my myself then i might say that you, you know i i you know, in general, I love my friendships. Um, I love the capacity to uh, discuss intellectual ideas. Um, what would probably be a tip for enhancement is to broaden my social circle a little bit. And probably what would be advantageous is to start finding a few relationships um, that are people not, uh, you know, a bit of a broader exposure um, that might just help add to and rich, rich in my experience of life by, by having friends that are um, uh, not necessarily all from uh, self-development style arenas or therapeutic or coaching or training-based paradigms, um, uh, you know, that I might start to look further and broaden my friendships. That might be something um, that might be good for me to do. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so it's things like that where when we start to specify a category, we can start to get some sense of how we're going within that category um, and then formulate a plan. So then I'll go, okay, well, you know, where do I find these people? What, what steps will I take from there? So we can get more and more specific, which is not kind of where I really want to kind of take this. It's just an example of kind of how we set this structure up. Um, or let's say, for example, I'm looking at my mental and uh, physical health, for, for example, then, okay, um, you know, what, what kind of goals do I want within the, um, the physical health spectrum? Well, you know, I'm, I'm you know, at the, at the time of recording this episode, I'm moving towards 50 um, in, in less than a year's time. So my goals are about keeping my body in such a way that it supports my, it, it gives me energy. Um, so, so, and I'm noticing I'm, you know, I was never terribly flexible, but I seem to be getting even less so. So I'm going to, con inst you know, institute a, uh, a process of, of gentle daily uh, stretching, um, as well as, you know, making sure that I'm um, eating a bit more balanced and, and, you know, I can work out a measurement system for that. Um, and making sure that I'm committing to at least an hour of, of exercise per day. Um, sometimes just to give my brain a rest, other time, but also to support my physical health. So, uh, as I say, we can work out once we've got categories, then we can measure those categories, and then we can work out incremental ways in which to um, uh, get better and better. And you might find that there's one category or two categories that are not as um, you know, they're a bit further back. You know, where you sort of look across your life and you go, okay, I'm I'm doing well here, I'm doing well there. Um, but in this category, um, this, this needs some addressing. So that might mean that once we've got some um, uh, space of measurement, we've got some categories, 
then temporarily, depending on our needs and, and what area potentially is giving us the most challenge right now, we might need to prioritize which category needs most attention. But ideally, let's say over a month, if we're working out, you know, um, friends, intimate relationship, um, family, business, lifestyle, uh, mental and physical health, uh, let's say over a month, how do I make sure that I, you know, what's the minimal possible um, amount of time and attention I need on each of those areas? Um, so, it's it, you know, then we kind of almost have to float up above those categories and look kind of down at working out a general strategy for, for making sure that we don't neglect any one of those spaces too far, because then that's going to become problematic. So we're looking at kind of strategies and measurement for improvement within each of those categories, but also over the top of that, we're looking for a way to manage and organize those categories overall so that um, we, we get a general sense, you know, because day to day, how much time we can devote to where um, is going to change. Yeah, because of course, life has its own uh, plans for us too. Um, but, but generally, this will help us to uh, progress forward, um, I think, more effectively. It allows us to orchestrate um, practical step-by-step -step, uh, moments. And we generally tend as human beings to feel better when we've got goals, um, but simultaneously, um, you know, we experience positive emotion by seeing that we're moving in the direction of those goals. So that sometimes means setting very big goals, but also smaller ones so that we're, you know, we're, we're stretched, but not so much that we feel like, you know, if we get faced with too much, um, uh, too much of the perception of failure, that can really demotivate us. We're, you know, the artistry is setting goals and having measurement points that are just stretch us a little, but not too far. So we're constantly orchestrating, a, a, you know, and then those positive emotions of progress build on themselves there and there and there. Um, I guess the only other thing, you know, as you could probably imagine, we could we could spend um, a long, long time um, on on this, and you know, maybe at some point I'll come back and, and revisit some of these. Uh, you know, I'll revisit this kind of um, framework. Uh, but um, the other thing that I kind of really want to point out, as far as you know, there's useful ways and unuseful ways too, in which we can start to compare. Um, we have to be very careful with comparing ourselves with um, what we perceive to be the achievements and the progress of others. Um, because when what we're generally getting a glimpse of in the external world is only a, a snippet of who they are and, and, and what their life is. We don't have enough information um, on that particular human being to, you know, use them as an accurate... Um, comparison source. Somebody doing something exceptional can be a, a point of inspiration for us. Um, and, and I can say, hey, yeah, I'd like to get better at that. And, and this is the person I role model myself off there. Um, but then I have to come back to measuring where I'm at in my life and then, you know, comparing me to me on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, so that when I get up tomorrow, how specifically am I closer to those goals um, as a result of the actions I partook of the day before? Um, and so, you know, we're, we're careful about accuracy of comparison. Um, we can use others to inspire. Um, we can use others as a point of comparison, but 
customarily the most effective way is, you know, how am I getting more like them? So we're not, we're not taking that off the table, um, but we're also aware that it's only a very uh, a, a small snippet of comparison that we're looking at within that, you know, when we're looking at that individual. Um, but ideally, you know, how am I better today than I was yesterday? And, and by virtue of the actions I take today, how is my life going to be and, and my perception of myself a, l- a little more improved and I'm a little closer to my goals um, tomorrow. Um, and, you, you know, I think that's the most, you know, comparing self to self um, and, and being aware when we've gone into um, unuseful comparisons with others um, that leave us flat or, or demotivated or helpless that that really is a you know the first thing we've got to do is go well you know I'm this is not a comparison that makes me stronger this is not a comparison that makes me more motivated more driven so perhaps I better I better drop that and and go with something else so you know today's kind of episode has been one where just offering you a bit of a, a, a practical pragmatic kind of model and structure for for getting on in life um, um, and and over to you in terms of if you want to kind of do something with this, but, but I think this is kind of very useful and I think it's a good, good, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's plenty of uh, ways to kind of measure and structure life. Um, but I think that this is a, this is one that, that appeals to me particularly and, and I offer it, um, for your consideration and I hope that you can take it and utilize it in some way in great value in your own life. Um, and in, you know, as a structure for helping you, you know, achieve more and get more of what you want uh, through the course of your life. So, um, you know, like I said, very complex and we've just taken a snippet of, a, of an idea, but hopefully enough that it works for you. Um, so we're going to close off the episode there. So as usual, um, thank you so much for those of you who have um, been on the journey, um, either from the beginning or joined along the way. As always, I am so, so grateful um, for, for, for people um, taking the the time out to to listen to the show. Um, if you've just joined us, welcome. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you want to support the program, please go to iTunes, um, iTunes, download the show, subscribe, and leave a five star review. It makes it easier for others to find. Um, and I happen to think that some of the ideas in this, uh, either expressed by you know my version of them, you know they're not mine. They're just kind of me passing on. Um, ideas from amazing people with my little twist on them. So, um, but and but these ideas in general, not not necessarily as me as a source, but but there's plenty of great people out there. I think it's it's really important that we invest in you know getting ourselves more educated on ourselves. Paradoxically, um, so uh, welcome, and I, I hope, as I say, I hope you've enjoyed the episode and that you'll join us on more. Um, and if you want to, uh, visit me, emergencetraining.com.au is the website. Um, uh, pop by, say hello, any ideas for episodes, uh, if I know and en- I feel I know enough about it, um, then I'm more than happy to have a, have an attempt at opening up a discussion, um, around that, that particular, um, topic. Um, so always helps when people put forward ideas and I'm very, very grateful, um, when people think enough to, uh, to do that. Um, and then there's also the YouTube channel, um, Sean Healy, the Relationship Resourcing Series, if you want to kind of check us out on YouTube too. But um, as I said, thank you. Really appreciate you tuning into this episode. Hope you got something out of it. Um, and, you know, I, I just wish 
um, everybody, you know, the utmost success in your life. Um, and, uh, you know, look forward to being with you on another episode. Um, so till for, well, till then, <laughs> bye for now.